You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. Welcome to Scribblers Radio. Kids interviewing authors in the Conversation Caravan at Scribblers Festival 2019. This is Evie and Sholto speaking with Lynette Noni, best-selling author of the young adult fantasy series The Medoran Chronicles and a second series Whisper. Lynette Noni is Australia's number one young adult fiction author. What's your favourite childhood memory? Oh, wow. Favourite childhood memory. There are so many. Um, I think I loved going on uh, trips with my family. So I would we would nice. travel a lot. Uh, and so I remember I think once we... We, I lived in the middle of New South Wales on a farm then and so we did travel up to Queensland a few times and to Sydney a few times but once we went up to Dreamworld um, mm-hmm. on the Gold Coast and uh, my parents didn't like theme parks but my brother and I did and so we had a really nice time out and then the same trip we went to Movie World and got to meet like Bugs Bunny and uh, all the characters and stuff and so that was that was a lot of fun and I enjoyed that. Nice. Cool. Nice, nice, yeah. I've got a very um, deep question for you. Okay. So, you, uh, what's it like being an Australian author when, like, the market is so uh, crowded from the Eastern States and the UK and other, you know, more populous countries? That's a really great question. Uh, I think something that you kind of have to. I guess live by is that you can't really compare yourself as an author. Everyone in every country, we all write different things and the market is so competitive. But because of that, you can't compete because it's just impossible and you will never enjoy what you're doing if you're so focused on what someone else is doing. So it is definitely a competitive market and there, as you said, it is very much flooded by uh, other countries. But the Australian book industry is so, so strong and it's growing stronger every day and there are some amazing Australian authors that are just, uh, you know, just really writing incredible books and it's just it's really an honor to be amongst them and and getting to know them and and growing as as i do that as well yeah great thanks nice if you could swap bodies with someone for a day what would you do oh wow can we talk like are we talking a fictional person or a real person anyone just anyone ever oh i feel like i'd have to go into a book so it'd be maybe like oh maybe someone from harry potter so that i could experience hogwarts let's say i feel like Hermione is too important to not get rid of because she'd need to save everyone's lives. So maybe I'd swap with like Ron because then I can still see what Harry does and see what Hermione does. Now, I don't know if I'd want to be in Ron's body for a day, but maybe if I could just swap positions with him and just be me in that position, that'd be kind of cool. What what, what would be your reaction though, for example, if you had to do all the things that Ron did, you know, like Mm. eating slugs no that's a hard that's a hard pass um i would i would just sort of i guess lurk and follow harry and hermione is what they do in what they do but i would not want to eat slugs or be ron's actual character in any way shape or form do you have any siblings i have one brother he's Mm -hmm. two years older than me and um yeah good guy we get along really really well I was, I was going to say, if you didn't have any siblings, what would be your perfect sibling? Perfect uh, sibling. So is there such a thing? <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, siblings have a love-hate relationship. It's mostly love, but there are times, especially when you're growing up, mm-hmm. that you're like, get away from me. Um, I've been really lucky. I do have a very, very good brother. But I always wanted to be a twin, even, even though I knew I was born and I did not have twin. a sister. I yeah. wanted to have an identical twin. So that was... Um, yeah, that was growing up. That was interesting to wonder where or how I could get an identical twin mm-hmm. when it was clearly impossible. Mm-hmm. In using three obscure words, describe what you had for breakfast, and we'll try to guess what you had for breakfast. Okay. Um, 
obscure how obscure do you want it to be like kind of easy so you can guess or as out there as possible as you want okay let's say yellow Mm -hmm. tropical oh this is gonna be so easy monkey Uh, just a banana banana. just a banana that's it (laughs) (laughs) amazing breakfast Mm, thank you very fulfilling it was on the run (laughs) yeah what inspired you to create a children's book to write you know YA stuff to do what you do basically to be honest, uh, I, I couldn't find a book that I wanted to read, so I decided to write it. Uh, so that's the short story. The longer story is that I, I'd always been a really avid reader, uh, mm-hmm. but I'd never intended to write. I didn't even like English in school. It was not my favourite subject, but I, I really loved books. And I'd been reading since I was a young kid, uh, but then I, was in, I went away overseas and I came back from a trip and I'd finished uni and I just had a bit of time on my hands. I was 24 and I thought um, there's a big... It was after Twilight came out and there was a lot of young adult books flooding the market, but they were very much about vampires or werewolves, and I just couldn't find anything that I was clicking with. I loved this, that, and the other of all these different things, but I wanted all those things in the one book. And um, so I sat down and just decided to write Akane, which is the first book in the Midoran Chronicles, and uh, yeah, I put all the things that I wanted into one book, and, and it became a novel. Mm-hmm. So that's how that happened. If you could become any character from any of your books, which character would you become? Look, to be honest, if I went into any of my books, I would die within minutes. But (laughs) if I could become a character, ooh, who's the least likely to die? Um, I don't even know. I would just love to, I guess, transport myself there and watch what they're doing in a Mm -hmm. safe environment um, and just sort of look on and see it happen. I think that would be kind of cool. Like in the Hunger Games. Yeah, and just sort of watch from on high. Um, Otherwise, I'd... I don't know, for survival's sake, I'd probably be like a Mayar and so maybe like, uh, maybe Kaya or someone like that and just, because she kind of, she can, she can look after herself, but she can watch everything that's happening. That and one <laughs> character just floats above and is like, yep, I am yep. looking down and all of you die. Yep, I, I've got this. I'm fine. I'm cool. Mm, yep. Yeah. How long does it take you to write novels? On average? Yeah, see, it's a really interesting question. Um, I have friends who've taken 10 or more years to write a book. And um, so this is, again, something you can't compare. And it's I always get a little bit funny when someone asks me it because I write in such a short period of time and I don't want people to think it's normal because it's not. So the longest I've ever taken to write a book was Akane, and that took me about three months. Uh, the shortest I've ever wow. written a book was 17 days. So Vardasia, which is the final book in the Midoran Chronicles, is clocked in at like 140,000 words it's quite a big book and that took me 26 days so it's a very short period of time but it's because I have such a terrible memory so I have to keep writing and just get things done and just not sleep and power through just so that I don't keep repeating myself over and over in the book Um, plus I need to know what's going to happen so I I make sure that I you know because I don't know what's going to happen to the characters and I need to know it's like I'm reading it as I write it and so I just get it done and get it out writing down your ideas while they're fresh yes yeah Yeah. it's great What's your most embarrassing moment of your life? Most embarrassing moment? I mean, I have a few most embarrassing moments. Um, I was... uh, No, I have quite a few embarrassing moments. And and I think I'm the kind of person where I I just sort of let them slide off me uh, because you can only really laugh at yourself. I was doing an event with Jessica Townsend last year and she writes the Nevermore series uh, and just recently Wanda Smith, a brilliant, brilliant uh, children's middle grade fantasy series, lots of fun. And we had this uh, in conversation event with just the two of us at a, at a school. Well, it was held at a school, but it was open for the public. And on the stage, uh, they, one of the microphones stopped working. So they asked 
us when it came to the audience questions, they took one of our microphones to have it as the roaming mic and we went and uh, used a podium on the stage. But the side that the podium was on that had a mic, a standing microphone uh, was in the kind of in darkness, kind of to the stage left. And so because the first question came to me, I walked over to the microphone, not knowing that because the podium was raised, it was actually down two steps. And so I tripped off the stage. <laughs> onto, no. Thankfully, I kind of slammed into the podium, so I didn't completely fall straight on my face, but I had to do like a really graceful maneuver where I was like, okay, and there I've just broken my ankle, but everything is fine. No, I didn't break my ankle, but it was funny. And you just kind of have to self-correct and be like, everything is fine. Now I'll answer the question. I'll laugh at myself and we'll move on. Otherwise, you kind of just freeze and like, oh, did everyone see that? Yes, everyone saw that. So that's that's probably the most recent one that comes to mind. Uh, yeah, flop. and I'm now on the ground. I've done yes. that a few times in my life. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that almost brings us to our time, mm-hmm. basically. Um, thanks so much for talking to us today, Lynette. No, thank um, you. It's been great. Yeah. And that we hope you have fun at the festival. Thanks talking so much for having lots me, of interesting guys. People. Yeah, you've been great. Cheers. Thanks very much. This interview was recorded in the Conversation Caravan at Scribblers Festival 2019. For more stories and info about the festival, head to scribblersfestival.com.au. You're listening to Scribblers Radio, and if you aren't, you should be, which means you couldn't be hearing this in the first place, so what am I talking about? 